All right. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Anytime. Um, you say that, but I'm going to take you up on it. Um, take me up on it. Okay. You're an interesting dude to me, like in a, in a number of different ways. Um, let's, let's start here. Shall we coming out of high school? I think because I was so in tune with just the wrestling community in general, I knew who you were. I saw you at super 32. I knew you were going to be a problem in college. Yeah. I don't think that everyone in the wrestling community was as hip to how good Parker Kekeisen is or could be. That said, you make a big splash early on in your college career. What type, what, what do you attribute your level up to the most? If you could put your finger on one thing. Like in college or like in high school? Uh, let's talk about college first because it's far more difficult yeah. to level up with that with the, the, the burden of the NCAA on your shoulders. Uh, I would say, I would say honestly culture. Like, I don't know. Like I came in, well, I lost my wrestle off freshman, freshman year. So it's like, oh, are you going to get back on the horse? Or are you going to freaking, are you going to keep pushing? And then I got, a, and then I got a spot. Then I got this, like, you know, ultimately got a chance and just kept rolling from there. But it's like, I came in with like, Drew Foster, right? Drew Foster coming off his national title that year I came in. And then there's Taylor Lujan who's killing it, killing it his senior year. And it's like, oh, 184 at UNI, right? There's a there's almost a culture standard there. So it's like I want to get I want to get that torch and I want to carry it farther, just like Drew carried it. Taylor was gonna carry it farther. And now it's like, oh, it's my opportunity now to hold that place and you know, it's like I got Taylor in the room. I got Drew in the room. Keegan Moore was in the room. Freaking, we we're all pushing each other in a, in a way. And I don't know, like I, I I'd call that the culture. Like you and I, one eighty four. There's a standard standard that needs to be set there. And you're gonna fight for seven minutes, and that's pretty much. I don't know. I feel like that. That was just ingrained in my head. Like, kind of that that you and I, one eighty four. So, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. But you did have success in high school. Mm -hmm. What is it like for a guy that did have success in high school to come in freshman year get beaten in wrestling? What goes through your head at that point? Yeah, what goes? Yeah, honestly, it was hard. It was like. I don't know I've never been in that situation, right? It's like I've in high school I was always the guy. It was like I don't know, I've been through adversity, right? Like, but I don't know, like losing to wrestle off, that's not bad adversity in life, but it kind of it's it's adversity. But it was like, are you gonna are you gonna so like that 184 weight class, right? So Keegan was in front of me. Are you gonna help push him so he has that torch? So he's carrying that torch. And keep keeping that standard that Drew and Taylor set, or are you just gonna kind of sit back and not push the guy in front of you, and 
and not do anything? Or are you going to kind of just take a back seat at practice and not push, say, Lance, who needs to be pushed, to say Tyrell was our 97-pounder at the time and 65-pounder Austin and Pat? It's like, are you going to kind of just fall over for those guys at practice? Or are you going to try to compete with them and continue to get them get better? And if you do have that opportunity, it's like I know I was texting Doug all the time. He's like, I'm, I'm your guy. I can – I'm going to be your guy and I just, just give me a shot. And it's like, you got to be prepared if that moment comes. And I don't feel like I was prepared and ready for that moment. Yeah. <clears throat> but like, was there ever a point where you're, where you, where you were actually considering like, well, maybe, maybe I made a mistake. Like does, does doubt creep into your head at all? when something because like let's be honest right i'm not sure i wasn't in your room but i can't imagine you lost many wrestle-offs in your life up until that point yeah yeah there's always doubt it's like i don't know i keegan wrestles for oklahoma now there's always there's always that reminder in my head like when we when we wrestle like he pitched me to my back i'm like oh and it's a good reminder you're gonna learn from it have elbows in or are you going to trust that you get better? Like, so there's always that doubt in my head, but I don't, I don't really know what I'm trying to go with this, but there's always doubt, but you got to kind of just, I don't know, trust yourself in a way. And that's one thing, like I'm still continuing. I'm sure like trusting yourself is a lifelong journey, but like, I'm I don't know, just trying to trust myself, trust, trust like my coaches, my my coaches, my practice partners, that we're going to be okay. And, I don't know, wrestling's not the end all, be all, but just continue to push. I know, like, I have this – like, I just want to – like, I really don't have goals, but I'm just trying to get as much out of myself as I can. Like, today, get better at wrestling. Today, how am I going to get better? And that's kind of my goal. And whatever happens with that goal kind of happens. If I win a national title, if I don't say I win a world title, Olympic titles, like that's kind of, it's all going to stem from that. You know, you got better today. You wake up, you do it again, you do it again and you see how far it can take you. So. I love that. You know, it's funny. We, we get so, man, this is a conversation that I've been having with this entire building lately we always talk so much about goals and goals i don't know they just feel like destinations to me yeah and and the fun part to me is the journey yeah so if we're not focused on like winning you know the word state title in this room gets thrown around a lot yeah and that's wonderful like it's good to have benchmarks but when the the progress it like the the actual act of doing is more important than the hardware and and i'm oversimplifying of course right yeah when when it's when the progress and the the act of doing is more important than the destination or the hardware or the the title or the whatever man the sky is the limit but but that takes a very special human being or group of human beings to pull that off. Yeah. So, so the question that I have for you is 
is this a new concept to you or is this something that's kind of always been with you is the the act of doing the act of progress always been your supreme motivator or is it something new to you no i would say like i love learning so it's like like even to example like we're doing like swim or swim to beat thumb blocks right now and it's like 45 40 minutes after practice like we're just we're just in a circle talking about our ideas or bouncing ideas off each other like that's like like you said i the process that's i could do that for hours like i could do that all day and but i feel like that's a thing that's kind of always been instilled in my mind in a way so it's like i don't know like with my parents i don't know like you you saw them wake up and Worked their butt off all day. Like worked their butt off. They went to work. They showed up. Did the did their job. Did their did the work. And I don't. I feel like that's kind of what they just instilled with me. If you're gonna do something, you're gonna do it. Like there's a quote on our locker room: "How you do everything is how you do anything," or "How you do something along that line." But it's like that's exactly. I'm sure you nailed it. I'm sure you. I'm sure you quoted it perfectly. I don't. I think I, I mess it up every time. But I think that's how my parents parents they put in me it's like you know if you're gonna go do wrestling practice you're gonna go get your all out of this wrestling practice if you're gonna go to class you're gonna go get all out of your class and but so if you're gonna go play soccer you know you're gonna give it your all right and that's kind of a I wouldn't say they demanded it but they kind of demanded it but that that was like the expectation they set so and they they lived that too like they went to work and they own their own business and they they gave it their all right it's like I saw that as a kid growing up, and they definitely instilled that in me. And I think, I don't know, they definitely instill. If you work hard at anything, you can kind of do whatever you want. I know that's what my dad said. I like my dad told me that one time. It's like if you want to go play basketball, you can you can go play basketball. Go go do the work. Go give it your all, and you might be a good basketball player, right? You can if, as long as you show up, do the work. I don't know if I'll be a good basketball player. I'm pretty freaking sure. You know, you know this, but, but like in a way, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you show up, you do the work, you know, hey, those goals, like I, I get there, you have goals set, but you're going to go a long way. So that's, I feel like that's definitely my parents looking, looking back at it right now. Uh, you made me think of that. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just don't how do you basketball, please? How do you take that approach? I mean, one of the things you talked about was, you know, right now you're spending 45 minutes on individual pieces of technique. And it's a little bit easier maybe to to look at that and say, like, I have something I can directly apply this to, right? Like you're currently a starter. How do you take that approach of focusing on the process when you don't have an immediate reward for all the work that you're putting in on a daily basis? Immediate reward. Uh, I would say, I feel like you have to look at your, like, almost, I know freshman year, freshman year, this is kind of how I got, like, January. Talk about January being this long month, you know, there's not a lot of opens, right? So, it's like, January, I kind of took, I just took a lot of pride in what, say, Bryce Steyert was doing, what Taylor, how Taylor was doing, how Austin, like, those are probably the main guys I went with, and how they kind of did on the mat that's how i took kind of took pride in it it's like oh i'm going with taylor 
couple times a week. I'm going with Austin a couple times a week, Bryce a couple times a week. They're out there killing it. Part of my, like, selfishly, part of them is kind of in me as they go compete. Like, and I remember, like, the day after WrestleOffs, we, I think we, we scrapped that next day, and I'm going with, going with Lance, and it's like, are you going to, it's like, maybe I was feeling a little bit down, bad for myself, and it's like, are you going to step up for Lance here? And give him give him this best feel so that he can go out there and compete to the best of his ability, or are you going to take a back seat and not give him that best feel? Because is that is that the best is that the best for your teammate? And so I just took a lot of pride in how how my teammates were doing. Like like I don't know, like when Taylor won Midlands, I was very very pumped to see that when I don't. Know, it's like it's. Uh, yeah, you guys know what I'm saying. So. I do, and and not only that, I, I, and this is something that I've spoken to your coaching staff about. Yeah. You, um, you're one of the most selfless people around this sport because a lot of times in the sport, people become selfish, yeah. and. And that's okay. I mean, there's there's a time and a place for that. Yeah, you definitely got to be a little selfish sometimes. Sure. But how do you, and maybe it's just by example, but how do you impart on younger generations of Panthers coming in your not just work ethic, but your selflessness? Because if – if you and I is ever going to win a national title, it is not going to be in the same way that Penn State or Iowa has done it. It is not. Yeah. It is going to be a very much, uh, I don't know, uh, Minnesota comes to mind when, when they had 10 All-Americans, nobody won it, right? Like that to me is awesome. You know, not not that, you know, Penn State putting five on top of the metal stand is not awesome. It is. It's just yeah. it's awesome for a different reason because everyone has to be selfless in that regard. Everybody's fighting on the back end of the bracket. Everybody. You know, so it's like if you and I is ever going to win a national title, and I know that they can, yeah. it, it it's going to look different. So how do you, Parker – impose your selflessness on the youngest generation of Panthers coming in. Yeah. I would agree. You, I, even for me, like, I know I have to do a better job kind of expressing like what I do. And that's like a leadership thing that I'm currently working on. And like, I've just now realized it's like, you got to get to know that younger generation. You got to get to know those younger athletes and, and be personable with them, right? And that's something right now, like the last couple of weeks, I've just realized like you can you can only lead by example so much. Like you gotta you gotta be able to speak, you gotta be able to relate. And and also I think just so Max, Max, we used to Fridays, like we had practice like Monday through Thursday, then Sunday. Saturday was usually off, but Fridays, I'm like, oh let's let's wrestle. And it's like he always talked about bringing people along and it's like if you have an individual with a guy, it's a say like I'm wrestling with Roper, or it's a Sunday roll with Roper. It's like why not bring 
why not bring a partner with you? Like that's that's why I say like why would I be the only one getting better? That like that kind of bothers me sometimes too. It's like I'm getting better. Let's 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 bring three or four other guys. Like I know like we had a roll this past Sunday. It's like rope you on a roll at ten. No, and then it turned into friggin' twelve other people there. And how do we get that more? Like we need to get all thirty five guys there in a way or at least like 30 and then like, you know, like those other five are like, Oh shoot, they're all there. Like I should probably, if I want to keep up and stay on like the, the culture, it's like, Oh, I got to be there and getting better. So honestly, I think it's a lot of like in my head, it's like, like those extra practice, like those extra roles where I think are kind of the difference. It's like not just freaking one person getting better in those, like you're coming in for a workout, why bring just one? Why just why just you come? Like, all right, why why not bring even if it's one other guy, right? That's a difference, right? That one other guy can then bring two, and then it's exponent exponential from there. So, bringing bringing people along. That's that's how I see it in my head. See us winning a national title, and so I'm sure I'm sure there'll be levels to that. Say that's not working. It's like or that's working. Mm-hmm. It's. And no, then you, what else you, can you do? Right. How else can you add to it? Yeah. <clears throat> That's interesting to me, man. Um, and, and do you think that, okay, so you, you, you are now um, infecting, for lack of a better term, the rest of the team with your selflessness by bringing them along with you in a, in a, in a, in a almost literal sense, you're literally bringing them to workouts with you. Um, but but how do you how do you impart the love for the process on them? That's tough, dude, because that especially especially in today's age of like, you know, Tulsa National Champs, you know, yeah. every or or whatever. You know, I it's you know, I, I'm I pick on Tulsa because it's the granddaddy of them all for little kids, right? But but it could be give it a name, whatever national championship they have won prior to walking into the doors at West Gym. How do you impose like, oh no, that's not that's not it anymore. That you have to get better every day, every day, not just for this thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's where I where my mind's going right now is like you gotta. You just gotta speak that. You gotta speak that and, and embody it, right? So and just knowing like there's there's levels, there's levels to this. Like I remember coming in and I remember coming in and scraps with Bryce, scraps with Taylor. They didn't go like I like I I was like I think I was number one coming out of the country, right? And I came in here and it's like, oh, you're getting your your shit kicked in. I'm like, I thought like, like I didn't like, I thought like the max max told me like, he's like, dude, you're not, you're probably won't win a match till, till, uh, till, uh, forget January. But that's literally the case. Right. We got Bryce. Yeah, and and you didn't believe him. Did you? Hell no. I didn't believe him. I was like, <laughs> come on, man. Shut up, man. No, <laughs> he's like, there's always that learning curve. I'm like, shut up. No. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Yo, I didn't score a point. I didn't score a doggone point in the room. 
I'm not. I'm trying not to exaggerate. I'm really. I didn't score a point in the room. Like I'm talking, like not an escape, not a luck in hands, not a stall call, not a not a flee. Not. I didn't score a point till probably like late October, dude. Like yeah. it was. It was bad. But yeah. So. So, even though Max may have uh, prepared you for it. Yeah. Is there, is there a, is there a, a, a thought process or a reckoning that goes on or a, you know, a checklist that you go through in your head and you go, Oh crap, he was right, man. What was that like? No. Yeah. I was the, like Bryce, Bryce was doing these, uh, the, you know, what is the can opener? Right. Or they like, no, it, it's a bow and arrow, right? It's a bow and arrow. And he was doing it to everyone. And I'm like, it, it was happening to me, like just like it was happening in matches, and Taylor, Taylor is beating me up. Like I, like everyone, like I was getting my bow up by everyone, and it's just, I know, I, I know Doug talks about all time, like ten minutes, ten minutes after practice, right? You do ten minutes for a week, for say you have six practices a week. What is that? An extra hour? Then you add that up over a year, like, whoa, that's a lot of ground covered. All right. Or you just get another individual in, or so. Honestly, like you, you take your you take your butt whoopings, and either you're gonna take your like like kind of like the scrap after, kind of like the scrap after you lose your wrestle off, right? Are you gonna you gonna step up for your teammate, or are you gonna you gonna be like, oh, wrestling sucks. I'm getting my butt whooped. I can't do anything. Or are you like, oh, you can't get off bottom. Are you gonna work on? getting off bottom for 10 minutes after practice? Or are you going to come in and work with Roper, Doug, or Randy B-Rob and work on bottom work that next day? I, so I guess I guess if I see – actually, I guess in my mind it's like if there's a problem, it's like I want to fix that thing right away, right? I know – I Roper, Roper talked about it. He's like, you, you stuck that front headlock clear, I guess, and it was like I worked on it. Like I don't realize this in my mind, but it's just like, oh, Roper said, let's work on front of the like Parker work fix on front headlock clear. So it's like I'm working on for headlock clear for that ten minutes after practice. So, so this is good for my mind and my leadership is like maybe I gotta express that more so we can. So it's like, hey, you suck at bottom. Let's let's work on let's work on bottom for ten minutes, right? So so you don't. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, no, so I do. And not only better, that, though, you get better there. Well, what, what's what's tricky to me is like, yo, if I said it, it, any wrestling room in the world, not just this country, if I said, all right, go get a drill in, nobody goes on bottom, right? Nobody goes, oh, let's go. Let's, yeah, I need to work on bottom. Yeah. Well, guess what? Why, why do you think we struggle there? Right, especially when you get to college, is because guys are so good on top. They understand the 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 emphasis and they understand the importance of top wrestling. Four points for a near fall is a lot of points. Yeah. Well, guess what? <clears throat> you got to get better on bottom. And yeah, if it's not addressed specifically, well, guess what? You're going to struggle there. You're going to struggle in a big bad way on bottom. And, and it's it's funny to me. It's like no one thinks about that stuff. No one puts the emphasis. Nobody puts their finger on it and goes, yo, we got to stop getting ridden on bottom. And even in freestyle, right? 
how much time do you really spend on parterre D? Well, if you go out there and you get turned, there's a reason, you know, man, I, I, it's, it's great to hear you say that, especially as you, you know, you can tell. And even when I was the last time I was in town, I guess that was April or April last year or something like that. Yeah. That was after nationals last year. Right. So it was like right after nationals, you know, watching you deal with not just the you and i guys the younger you and i guys shit you you wrestled for 45 minutes with my son you know watching you become a mentor has been an absolute pleasure because you can tell how important you make it and so i guess i i don't have much of a, a point to this but but just to you know kind of tip the cap to you and and just know that what you're doing is is making a difference in a lot of people's lives that's pretty cool man i appreciate it i know i think god put me on this earth for a reason and hopefully i think through the sport to help help people so i don't know all right let's switch gears a little bit um what is your favorite part of the week favorite part of the week yeah is it match day? Is it first day of uh, practice? Is it your day it, off? It ain't, it ain't match day. It's definitely. Uh, I'll say say we got we got dual Saturday. It's like I like Monday through Monday through Thursday a lot. So yeah, I don't know. I love practice, right? It's like it's what I look forward to, and like I love getting better. And that's one thing too. It's like competition. I've never really loved, if I'm being honest. Like like we said, I like being on the room. I like being getting deep dive in positions with Roper and all, all the other coaches and just you know, talking about wrestling. It's it's like a, like I'm a big like in like that's a that's a thing like I have to get new like for my mental approach. It's like competition is an opportunity to get better. And I think in I think I'm like I'm just coming around to this too. And like even like we have Randy warm up days, it's like how and it's like a shorter make way day. Like, you, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, how can I get better in this 30 minutes of 30 minutes of a like make weight stuff. Right. It's like, am I going to get like, like, I know, like, like what we're talking about, like you come in and what do you do to lose weight? You wrestle on your feet. Right. Let's be honest. Like you're going to drill. It's like, Oh, I can get to some extra time in on my top starts here. I can get some extra time on my turns. It's like, it's like, Austin's like my pre-meet dude that I wrestle with. And it's like, we've been doing a lot of top bottom and like the sweating's the same. Like, I know like you're, you're worried about weight a little bit, but also like, I feel like there's like, I also, I maintain my weight pretty good. So I can, it's like, it's like that extra, it's that, it's like that 10 minutes after practice, right? Are you going to use Randy warm-up days or make weight days as an opportunity to get better? Cause think about it, that's a day. How many, how many competitions do we have? We probably say 20. 20 competitions, right? That's 20 days where you kind of hate wrestling. Say, like, be honest, like, when you're coming, you hate wrestling. You hate wrestling, and what are you doing? You're just trying to wrestle to get weight off. Are you, are you going to be – is your weight going to be under control? And you can find a way to get better in those – in that make weight day. And think about it, That's 20 competitions. Say that's 20 practices. That's, that's a jump right there. That is a jump. So it's like 
I think, I don't know, am I answering the question? But that's like how you get. Oh, that's that. great. No, that's, so it's like, that's I, important. So honestly, like I like, I love, so say, yeah, do on Saturday. But that's what we have this week. Monday through Friday. Like I love, I love those days. Competition days. I'm trying to learn to love more. So. It's, All right. So let's, let's identify the, the, the ugliness then. So what is it that you don't like about competition day? I think it's just. I think one I've been too putting like and like it's like I feel like even against Iowa State like this past week it's like I put a I actually thought I wrestled pretty good so it's like I was a lot more calm out there and it was like if you watch my West Virginia duels like it's just putting too much putting way too much pressure on myself to to perform and when you put when you in a way trying too hard right it's like I I kind of have this saying like it's like don't tie your shoes too tight. And it's like it's it, it sticks with me because when my shoes are tied tight, it's kind of more tense. And wrestling is supposed to be fun and like and like you know what you know what I'm talking about. Like when you're more loose, like you're gonna wrestle well. You're gonna wrestle better in a in a way, right? So if I'm like all tensed up, like you're gonna try too hard, then you're gonna be thinking about oh, I'm tired and not focusing on the actual wrestling that's happening. So it's like in those duels, I was like. Kind of, I was kind of just, you know, it's like putting putting way too much pressure on myself to go perform, and and like I wasn't performing terribly, but it's just you could you could tell like there's more out there, even there's more there's more there. There's so. more points to be scored, I'm sure. Yeah. And then like one thing, it's like even it's like I, I'm competitive guy, and I love to wrestle the best dudes in the nation, and it's you have to realize that every match in college is going to be a hard match too it's like nothing's gonna come easy and i know roper was talking about like you're, you're the super bowl for some you're, you're the super bowl for guys like they're you're gonna they're gonna give you your best and like that's kind of a new way it's like new way i'm trying to look at it. it's like well they're giving me best i'm gonna i don't know i'm gonna try to <laughs> demolish them in a way it's like and like that's not saying i can lose like i can i can lose any match like but in a way it's like hey you know you're their super bowl go go like not shut them up. Shut them up's not like the good word. No, I, I I understand. Like, go perform. Go overperform. Go overperform. Yeah. Um. Can you give me an instance where you sh- you tied your shoes too tight? Tied my shoes too tight. Uh, I think West Virginia. West Virginia duel is like I was kind of just. I feel like I wrestled lazy. Wrestled lazy and like yeah, I got a major, but. It's there's there's more there and you could have and that's like kind of where and now we're going back to like leadership like you got to go out there and and I think in a way like I was like my mindset was going towards like national like national title and that's not really why I do it right I get it I do it because I want to get better each day and I kind of want to and I want to want a national team title here and and it's like you got to go you got to go show those younger guys like another thing how you go compete, right? How you go take a lot of risk. It don't matter who you're wrestling. You just got to, you got to go compete to the best of your ability. And that's not with your shoes tied so tight. Okay. If that makes sense. I don't I know. I don't, it, oh, it makes all the sense in the world. I'm just allowing for, I have, I could keep on firing away, Joel. If you have. Uh. Yeah, I'm I'm curious how you take this 
obviously like your mindset when you go and compete is something that's an area of focus for you. Um, and you feel like, you know, when you wrestle West Virginia, you came up a little bit short on kind of the mindset and how that translated to your performance. Um, how do you go about correcting that moving forward? Yeah, honestly, it's, it's like, I, I say have fun a lot. Like we did that interview. I said, have fun probably 800 times in it. But like, I was just like, like I'm comparing Iowa state duel in the back compared to like West Virginia in the back. It's like, are you in like Oklahoma state? I feel like Oklahoma, like it like, kind of similar to, it's kind of like, I kind of had, I feel like I had the same thing like last January too. It was like a little too tense at the end of January, but kind of worried about March too much. But, uh, it's honestly going back to why you love it. Like I remember it's like, I almost went to Askren North shore to like, just go have, like go play the game before practice. Right. And then like you get better at wrestling cause you're, you're there in a way, but you're like, like I was like against Iowa state, like we're in the back goofing off a little bit. Like you ever seen like the Pokemon go news commercial as I'm talking about. Yeah. That, that video is so funny. We are just like, we're we we're just having a good time in the back and not taking not taking what's so like what's about to happen so seriously because what happens if you lose like you're gonna hopefully you'll probably wake up the next day and does your life really change no right Roper talked about like do you care about a number next to your name or it doesn't matter like you get to go compete the next like compete go to practice that next week so it's like trying to stay more loose back there talking i know like talking like talking with your teammates goofing off is like that's how i kind of stay relaxed in a way it's like before practice what are we doing we're playing games and we're talking shit to each other it's like why why not have that same mindset before the duel or i'm listening like one thing i've been doing is listening like goofy music it's like am i am i a dude that listens to like hardcore rock before a match no that is not me so i'm honestly just trying to be me it's like i i i try to make myself laugh like if you can't make yourself laugh i don't really i don't know i think that's just funny yeah you got to make yourself laugh so i'm like i'm listening to high school musical i'm listening to some goofy songs like because i don't like you know i'm trying to stay loose and and that's me right that's me i like freaking i like goofy shit so Okay, I'm not gonna. I, I don't want to talk because I just I want you to keep on going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here's, and this is this is serious. Uh -huh. We emailed you, or Joel did. Joel emailed you. Yeah. About this podcast earlier this morning as a reminder because you're a college kid and, and you need reminders. Um, can you please, please, take a screenshot of the playlist? that you have before wrestling matches and send it to that email I, chain. I don't have a playlist, but I just have a like songs. All right. Like, 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 right. Like we both like, we were wrestling the breakfast at Tiffany on Monday. Like, like I like, I'm a big Taylor, Taylor Swift fan. Like I should go. I don't think it's washed, but my, like, I like Taylor Swift. And uh, my sister got me like a Taylor Swift sweatshirt for, it says Swifty on it, and like, she's like <laughs> she was like, "Are you gonna wear this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna wear this. Like, it's gonna be my workout, one of my workouts." One of my favorite favorite quotes was when 
I was working at Flow, and and Taylor was on Bader's show once, mm. and he wore a Britney Spears T-shirt. Yeah. And they asked him about it, like, "You big Britney Spears fan are you?" He's like, "Well, yeah, but also it was like five bucks at Walmart. How do you say no to that?" <laughs> How do you say yeah? Yeah, Taylor. Taylor's my dude. Is like he's, he's such an interesting cat. In fact, you guys have a really eclectic group of people there. They're really, for lack of a better term, I, I um, they're strange, and I mean that. I mean that lovingly. Like a, a really a strange thing is good to me. You know, it's different. It's it's square peg round hole in a lot of instances, but it seems to fit. Mm-hmm. How do you think that came about? Is that just by, by happenstance or do you think that? I honestly, I think that's the man above pretty me, Taylor, Drew, Roper, all, all in a room together. And we, I don't know, we come together like this. And I think we, we are, I don't know, I think we're doing pretty good. So it's, I know I feel like I was definitely led here to you and I for a reason. Like it's like my my parents don't like to admit it, but like my dad wanted me to go to the Air Force Academy. My my mom wanted me to go to Wisconsin. Like she won't admit it, but she does she does agree. She she'll say it. She'll probably send me a text after she listens to it. But <laughs> it's like I don't know. I just something drew me like to you and I here. And I've talked about it before. It's like they recruited me when I really didn't do anything in high school and uh it's like oh they must they must know something for my future right they said they see they see where this can go all right and uh you know i just i don't i feel like i'm a loyal guy and loyalty's been in my like i don't know my parents are loyal so it's like hey it's like just i don't know the man above all right he he brought us together and we i don't we get a lot better together yeah, yeah, you can tell, man. And there's a there's a synergy that's pretty unique. Um, and you can't spell unique without you and I, can you? See what I, I did there? Know. You liked that one, Joel. You liked that one. He grinned on that one. He liked it. I just came up with that right now. Um, <laughs> so, all right. What is next? Talk to me about how you plan to stay super excited for the process. Like, tell me about how you plan to stay excited about the process over the next two months of your life. Uh, I think, I hate saying it, like, like show up and do the work, right? I get, 1% 1% better. I don't like I don't like that term cuz like, you know, 100 days, what are you going to have? 100%. But like uh just get a little bit better each day, right? And I know like I'm trying to spend more time at like West Gym, right? It's like uh what is it? I'll I'll for an example, like 2 weeks ago, like we're trying to have me and Rope been talking about it and like we're trying to incorporate it more and I'm sure the coaching staff is, it's like shoes, like, like I said, don't tie your shoes too tight, but like getting in there in the room with like your shoes untied and getting better. It's like, that's what I'm kind of looking forward to. It's like from, if I'm lifting in the morning, 
it's like I'm trying to stay at West Gym all day. I got class on campus, of course, go to class, come back here, eat lunch. It's like not wasting that little time. Like say I got to drive home, which is five minutes. It's like how can I be more efficient in my free time? What am I doing to get better at wrestling? It's like am I taking a nap? Am I doing PT? Am I watching wrestling? Just like, you know, when you're watching wrestling, like just random ideas. It's like I was watching Snyder versus uh, Colin Moore at Final X, and he, was, he like did this like single leg from a freaking – he had like posting, he was in collar tie, and he like threw it over shoulder. I was like, ooh, I haven't seen that before. It's kind of – it's like, ooh, ideas. Like then you can go in the practice room and kind of, kind of mess around with them and just more of a – you know, like exploring. I like to learn, right? I'm going to just try to keep on learning, learning in each position through through NCAs, through through April, and I don't know, like learning. Like we're, I know Roper, like I know Roper knows I love to learn. So it's like trusting him, trusting, trusting our coaching staff and what they, what they got planned. And, uh, but like in my free time, like why not, what's like, and I, I, I got, I'm talking about it, so I'm speaking into existence that I got to do it more. But like, why not go in that room and just like lose, like shoes untied, talking about position or just finding different ways to get better. Good, because I get a ton of shit from my videos for not having my shoes tied. They people leave comments all the time. I'm like, bro, you don't get it. When you put wrestling shoes on as much as I do, yeah. You ain't tying in that tight, dude. <laughs> like you just ain't. They just they slip on, they slip off. I can kick them off. Like I, they're just there. They're they're constantly on or constantly off. But I'm not, you know, double knotting them. That's for sure. You know. Good. Hey, don't tie those shoes too tight. Tense up. I like it. I like it. Joel, you got anything else before we get going here? I'm curious. Uh, obviously you talk a lot about wrestling being very central to your life, right? Of I'm going to be on campus all day, you know, in my free time, I'm, I'm watching film, other wrestlers, you know, getting inspiration. Mm -hmm. Um, do you have time for anything else outside of wrestling? Oh yeah. I, I got time. Like, like honestly, it's like, I don't live close to campus and I feel like it's always been like, I'm like weird. I like the, I like to like walk everywhere. Like, I don't know, like being in like reach of like everything. So it's like going on campus, it kind of just allows me. It's like, if I need to go get lunch, go walk and get lunch or pack a lunch. But yeah, I got time. I got time for a lot of stuff. Like I have a girlfriend that I hang out with. She's pretty cool. It's, I don't know, I meet with, we got this like, we'll call him our life coach. Like we kind of just meet, we talk about our, talk about faith once, like once a week. And no, I just, I got I play. I don't play video games as much anymore, but it's like from, like, like even this semester on my schedules, like, it's like I've been on. It's like there's no point to kind of go home, and it's kind of. I feel like it's kind of what I've always wanted in a way. So it's like, yeah, well, like I like I'm not always watching wrestling, but it's like I gotta go talk or take a nap or, but, wrestling, hang out with my buddies. Hang out with my girlfriend, talking to my parents, uh, growing in my faith. Like that's probably, probably about my day. So, you I think it's fun. That. How important is it for you to find time to not be focused on wrestling? Oh, I definitely think it's important. Like, uh, 
Well, it's like I kind of think like watching wrestling, like that's kind of leisurely to me. It's like it, it's not – it doesn't have my – it's kind of my entertainment in a way. I, I like doing it, but I'm not doing it all the time. I'm, but definitely like after practice, like it's definitely like I don't I don't really like to think about it. And maybe my mind, like in the back of my mind, it's like, ooh, idea will pop up here and there. But I, that time away I feel like very important for me, especially – I don't know, kind of makes me feel normal in a way too. Like, I, like I'm normal, but like, I don't. Know, you kind of just escape it. I, I don't know if I'm normal. Maybe I'm not. But just escape it in a way. Like I know hanging out with my girlfriend is. It's like trying to have, be fully present with her, and you know, care like so. It's like whatever I'm doing, trying to be fully present with. So it's like I like doing spontaneous stuff. So. So it's like if you want to go through water balloons, let's do it. You want to come surfing out in Southern California, you can do that too. You know that, right? Hey, let me know. All right. Let me know. All right. We'll talk about it. For real, I'd like to get you out here ASAP uh, as soon as the season's over. Um, I assume there is a trip to Vegas in your future sometime soon. Um, maybe we just shoot out Southern California after that. But um, Well, thank you so much for coming on I, I really do appreciate it um no thank you for having me i learned a true don't tie your shoes too tight is my new favorite saying um and, and i thank you for it and i'm totally not going to credit for it but that's fine you'll get over it you can take credit for it <laughs> i know i'm just playing i will totally get credit for it um thank you so much for coming on i appreciate it joel you got anything else before we go uh, Parker, anything you want to plug? Uh, go Panthers. All right. We got the best coaching staff in the country. All right. It's like, we, uh, I don't know. Like everyone looks at resources as physical, right? Like, like things you can see, but I don't know. I think we have the best coaching staff and, you know, it's like with knowledge of wrestling, people that care about you and it's our, uh, our resources aren't, aren't so as physical, but they're definitely like, and I'm looking at like wordly godly. It's like they're they're there for you, coaches. Uh, we they got our backs. So it's like, uh, come to you and I, man. We're gonna we're gonna continue to grow here and get better. So thank you, brother. Now thank you guys. All right, I'll talk to y'all later.